Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Watch out, Hackenberg almost hit you. Watch out, watch out. You gotta, your head's gotta be on a swivel. You can't go to Jets OTAs and expect to not get hit with a ball if Hackenberg's playing quarterback. Really have to go back and, and look at all the paperwork that I used to fill out with all the training camps, whether there was any difference in the verbiage in terms of liabilities uh. for things happening and getting caught up in the action. Because I I can see when a play is getting near me, and I almost got run over at a Jets practice. A couple of people really actually did get injured and had to go to the hospital for wow. the press corps. Yeah, fight. Well, because Tebow was quarterbacking. Oh, well, Couldn't yeah, hit the broad yeah, yeah. side of a barn, sure. which meant there was I'm a lot very, of guys getting chippy. They got pretty angry, spilled over, and rolled ankles. And like it was bad. Uh, one guy ended up having to have an ACL, if I'm not mistaken. But the, the fact of the matter is, you know, when the guy's just chucking balls downfield, what's he seeing that you have to now 
really pay attention to the flight of the ball. You can't look at the cornerbacks. You can't look at the interior alignment. Hey, what's your assignment today? I'm evaluating the tackles. You can't because you got to worry about whether Hackenberg's going to take you out. Why do I have to sign this in just in case Hackenberg hits you with the ball? But it's OTAs. It's not even – no, just just trust me, sign it. I want to see if they add new line items come <laughs> training camp. Uh, we got a couple of Hacken, a couple of Christians to talk about tonight. Yes, Christian Hackenberg – Reports today out of Jets OTAs. He is so inaccurate that DBs are dropping easy interceptions. He's throwing the ball into the ground. He is even hitting reporters on the sideline reporting on Jets OTAs. Jets, yo. Uh, there's another Christian who's a little bit better at what he does than Hackenberg, which we'll get to coming up in a few minutes. But let's have that debate again, shall we? Let's have that debate that set the world on fire a couple weeks ago. NHL tonight, game six or game five of the Stanley Cup final. It was all Pittsburgh. They thumped Nashville 6 nothing. Pecorine gets pulled. Wasn't Nashville's night. This was all Pittsburgh from the jump. They got out with an early goal, a double five-hole goal, and that was it. Not a lot of drama. Pittsburgh is now one win from the Stanley Cup. The only drama was that all the fights. They yeah. kept breaking out. You wonder, even with 33 seconds left, we, we had get something. We gonna get we, something. We, we had Ali Mata taken back because I think he might have uh, broken his nose. Yeah, that yeah. There was it looked like a couple <laughs> of third periods. We're gonna get a couple of really nice ones. That's it. Yeah, but part of this six nothing victory for Pittsburgh is what we have said about Sidney Crosby from the beginning. It was a few mo- few weeks ago. We talked about Sidney Crosby and how as talented as he is. The reality for Sidney Crosby is this. Crosby is the best player in the NHL he has been. You want to say, Alex Ovechkin, I'll take the guy with the Stanley Cups. However, you talked about talking about being loved and respected. Sidney Crosby is a punk who has whined his entire career. He is hated throughout the NHL. Hated by players. Nothing was more on display tonight then two things Crosby did during the game that stars just don't do, that respected stars just don't do. Here's the first thing, and it had to do with his sudden Stanley Cup final rival and where breath and bad breath became a whole big thing. Players are down behind. It is Crosby shoving away at Subban. Meanwhile, it's taken along to the outside. Boy, Crosby got a couple. He got a couple of rights while Subban was down. Everybody was focused around the puck, and Crosby was giving him the business while he was down in behind Matt Murray. Couple of pushes by Crosby, right hand, just absolutely got it. And taking the helmet of Sidney Crosby and just banging it on the ice. And look at the official just standing right there, kind of blinded by what was going on. NBC on the call. The official standing right next to the play. That guy's a dope and shouldn't have a job. Right next to the play. As soon as he's on the ice, that's it, right? It's unbelievable. That's it. You separate, right? You get to have fisticuffs until you're on the ice, and that's the end of it. I mean, he allows Crosby to be on top of Subban. Standing right there. You can see him in the video. I tweeted it out. At How About a Fresca. The official is right there. Nope, I'm going to let Sidney beat the crap out of Subban. And here's the thing. Obviously, they've had a back and forth. Subban saying, Crosby told me I had bad breath. Kind of a fun thing going on. Find out Listerine is now partnering with P.K. Subban. He's, so he got an endorsement deal out of having bad breath. But this is Sidney Crosby on display. This was not, oh, I'm getting back at you. You're getting a face wash in the corner. This is, 
I am ramming your head into the ice. This is dangerous. This is not, I got a little bit extra during a check. This is a little bit, you got a little bit more of a shoulder during a hit. Maybe a little bit should add your head on a swivel. I got you a little bit on the side borderline. This is, I am ramming your head into the ice. This is Sidney Crosby. This is who he is. This is who he has always been. He has been this guy. This is why he is hated. This is why he gets hit like superstars shouldn't because he makes his own difficulties. And this was something clearly that should have been jumped on right away, should not have been allowed to happen, but the official standing right there is like, nope, nope, going to allow Crosby to Oh, my God, really? This is him. And if that's not enough, if that's not enough, this was Crosby later on in the game. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody do this in a game before. Take a listen. Sidney Crosby. That was hot stuff right there. I was supposed to be, I, I don't know, it sounded more like a water bottle getting cra- crackled, not not like it was getting is, thrown on the ice. Is that part of the it special sounded, effects tour that, at uh, Universal Studios, that, right? That ice Here's is what we do hard. with a water bottle. That's what happens. I don't, the that, ice is really hard. No, it sounded like you're crackling uh, like a plastic, like a, like a liter bottle of Coke after you slammed it and you're crackling it. Play it again, Alex Teichert. Let, 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 let's hear it one more time. Yeah, that... There's no water and what there's no it's ice. It's ice. It's frozen. Well, if it the had water been a, is frozen. It had been a hot take water bottle. Yeah, it was a hot take water, water bottle. TJ the hot water bottle. During the game, Crosby is seen throwing a water bottle on the ice during play. I've never seen somebody do that before. I have seen people, and you know me, I've been a hockey fan my whole life. I've seen people skate by the bench. Sometimes guys like to reach out like they're gonna grab them. I've seen that guy. I've never seen someone, especially a star, I've never seen a star do something like that. I've never seen a star behave like Sidney Crosby does. So let's have that conversation again. Everybody who wanted to be so Twitter brave and social media brave a few weeks ago, let's have that conversation again about just exactly who Sidney Crosby is because he has been this guy. He has been a brat. He has been entitled since he came into the league. And you get situations like this. That, I mean, Tom Brady doesn't do this. Yeah, I don't, you don't see this from any superstars in the game. Wayne Gretzky never did this. Derek Jeter never did this. But yet you get this pettiness and this dirtiness and this dangerous play from Crosby. I mean, he's, he's, he's jamming Subban's head into the ice. This is who Sidney Crosby is. So all of you Crosby apologists have to just deal with it because this is him. What will be interesting to see is how the NHL responds to this, obviously, as this went down. Game's still in question. Later on, we saw more fights, more skirmishes frustrations really going over a third period, a lot of pushing and shoving. And then the, the big one at the end where I think you had a face rearrangement with under a minute remaining, but we'll see, is it a, is it a fine? How, what's the level of fine? Cause for the, the penalty, they were assessed each assessed a minor penalty. Mm-hmm. How the hell Subban gets I a know. penalty it's out ridiculous. of it? It's ridiculous. I, I, and he, he made contact first, but then it becomes, you're on the ground, but there's nothing until they get up. But, but then, until they get up, and then Subban, they start they start tugging they get jerseys again. But then you look at Crosby with the the move, grabbing the ma- the helmet and slamming Subban's face to the to the ice, and then he looks up at the referee as if it was a WWE wrestling match. Like no no no, I, okay I'll get off. 
Like, no, all right, you got no, you know, like, like he's like, counting him. One, it's like, no, two, after I beat three. the crap out of a guy illegally, when your back is turned, when you turn back around, yes. it's oh, now everything is all legal. And you missed all this. You missed when the I had the uh, the foreign object that I hit him in the head with, and then slid it back out the side of the ring, and Mister Fuji grabbed it and put it in his pocket. Yeah, the fact that he did, the official stood there and let that go on is a question that also needs. I, I understand play is continuing, but there there's the fighting protocol that once a man's on the ice, my understanding is you've got to act to separate, and that didn't happen here. The official who stood next to them should get to, should not be able to officiate a game to allow that to happen to the other to the other team star player. I mean, this is not Sidney Crosby did it to here's a fourth line winger who barely plays. Subban's their star, and this was allowed to happen. The two stars are tangled up. Yep, just gonna stand here, gonna stand next to you, pretend I don't see you. Nope, no. Like people who cut you off in traffic, and when you're yelling at them, they just go, Nope, gonna pretend I don't see you. Gonna drive. I got the windows rolled up. Not seeing it. Not seeing you. Wow, there's no good driver etiquette anymore. <laughs> anyway, I mean, we saw a guy pull two moves in a matter of 18 seconds that were obviously moving violations and possible uh, revocation of his license <laughs> as you go and. And you know you don't get the courtesy wave anymore. Remember when you used to let you, you used to let people merge in, and they'd kind of give you a, a wave in the in the rear view. You don't get that anymore. No, civility is lost. And in Game Six, think think about where where it escalates from here. I mean, now we'll have to see how the Predators respond mm. to Crosby in those opening moments, and the fans, and how many catfish. Flying. <laughs> They're just going to hit him in the head with catfish. He's, he's hey, skating around. That one's way. All right, who was the one that brought in the the catfish with the jaunty hat? <laughs> what do you got, Golden Headphones? I know he's not a star anymore, but uh, LeBron James kind of did the water <laughs> bottle last year. Remember that on yeah. the bench? Him and Kyrie? Hey, but it, it was LeBron James, so nobody cared. No, in a hockey game. I've never, <laughs> se- I've never seen a guy. No, but guy- you said no stars did that. Oh, well, I, I meant in hockey. I meant in hockey. I thought you meant just in general, coming out the last night. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, LeBron's not a star anymore. And also he did the bottle flipping, which is actually just on the sidelines, though, of the game against the Knicks. He hits the corner ice. It's the same thing. He he still should have been. uh, (laughs) Game was in progress. Look, what he tried to do yesterday, he went all Draymond Green, kicked Mm. to the nether regions of Andre Iguodala. Last year with the water bottle flip, someone should have done that Mm -hmm. to him. But But this is, you know, look. For everybody who says, oh, hockey, are we a hockey country? Not Look, we saw the reaction to our Sidney Crosby story three weeks ago and what it was. It was crazy for three days here on the show with everybody's reaction, both on the show, social media-wise. Crosby transcends hockey. He's the one star. He's the guy that hockey props up and says, this is our guy. You want to know why the NHL is having trouble? And they've been having trouble because you can't promote him. You can't promote him as a superstar because He's very good on the ice. He's not Gretzky. But then again, Gretzky wasn't as flashy. He was smarter than everybody by a million. And that's why Wayne Gretzky was so good. He knew where every play was going was going to take place. He knew three passes ahead. I'm going to get the puck here. It's going to go here. It's going to go here. But you can't push a guy that even fans know players don't like him. He doesn't have that likability because of his attitude, which was whiny and entitled. When he came into the league, it was like that. And... You want to say, oh, you know, Crosby's been a captain, but he's a cap. Crosby's a great player. He's good for he's supposed to be good for the league. He's the best. He's the best player, most talented player. Of course, you're going to make your most talented player one of your captains, because if it's not, there's something really, really wrong. But that doesn't tell. I guarantee you, if you had players who were able to take an honest poll across the league, honest poll, because this is people I've talked to, people who used to play hockey, you take an honest poll 
and say, all right, here's the truth, and your answer isn't going to be let go. You ask all the players, what do you feel about Sidney Crosby? 80% of the players are going to say, I can't stand the guy. I can't stand the guy. I can't stand his attitude. I can't stand his antics. And you had tonight these two things stand up and support that. I don't but know, you know what? You can't argue with me anymore on but that. But even in a 6 nil final here, we're, we're looking at it moves the needle. It's going to resonate. You're going to be talking about hockey. Because if it was just 6 nothing and it was just a uh, ho-hum, it was a drubbing, hockey goes to the back of the line. Instead, yeah. you've got him pushing the needle. So you're looking at NHL merchandise on NHL.com during the regular season was up over 14% this year. Jersey sales, sweater sales, if you do it. Oh, you got to say sweaters. Come Rose on, 11%. You said, you said the, common cards the other night. You got to do No, I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, top 20 jersey sales, number one, far and away, is Sidney Crosby. He's he's resonating. Pittsburgh people may him. not, but Everybody people may hate him. him. People may hate him. You love him or hate him. Radio, we want to be loved or hated. If you just go, eh, that guy's all right. That's probably not. We're not long for this business. So bring the pain. And Sidney Crosby would say the same. What do you got, Golden Headphones? Oh, and just in case you forgot, uh, LeBron water bottle thing. <laughs> it was against the Knicks <laughs> in the Garden. <laughs> he was bored. Twitter and how about a fresca? The Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Carmen, live from the Geico Studios, 877-99 on Fox or on Twitter at How About a Fresca. We'll have more on Crosby coming up later on, but straight ahead, TJ, one Christian hitting reporters with footballs, another one becoming the biggest star in the United States. We'll have that breaking story next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Today, LeBron James doubled down on the biggest play, one of the two biggest plays from Game 3. We spent a lot of time last night talking about two plays. The turnover with 10 seconds to go when Andre Iguodala knocked the ball out of his hands and the pass to Kyle Korver with 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Remember, the hat trick, though, was the Ty Lue not following Draymond Green, who was dribbling, waiting for someone to hit him for several seconds before giving the ball to Kevin Durant. And there's also Kyrie Irving just dribbling out that possession. Like, well, Kyrie, all, what, what yeah. are you doing? Kyrie, what are you doing? Kyrie, what are you, you don't have a shot, Kyrie. Kyrie, Clay Thompson is on you. He's the best defender on the team. Kyrie, oh, Kyrie shot it. But the pass to Kyle Korver has been much dissected. Right. Because LeBron driving to the hoop, up two, instead of going up for a shot, a fadeaway jumper, that worst-case scenario is a LeBron fadeaway. Draymond Green is not going to be very physical on him because Draymond Green has five fouls. Kevin Durant sliding down most likely is not going to get in position to for a charge. So with 50 seconds left, you have a LeBron James fadeaway or Kyle Korver open in the corner. We told you last night, what shot would you rather have? I'd rather have LeBron James... 50 times a day and 100 times on Sunday taking that shot. Stop propping Kyle Korver up as he's one of the best three-point shooters in them. It's Kyle Korver. He plays 18 minutes a game for a reason. He's played for 1,000 teams during his career for a reason. You want Kyle Korver taking your most important shot of the season. When you say it like that and you realize that was what's at stake, LeBron should have shot it himself. But today, he doubled down on why passing to Kyle Korver was the right play. If I could have the play over again, um, I would come off a three-screen um, situation. Draymond would switch on me with five fouls. Uh, I would get him leaning. Uh, I would drive left, 
I would see KD step up. I would see Steph Curry drop on Kevin, and I would see Kyle Culver in the corner uh, to one of the greatest three-point shooters in this league history and give him an opportunity in the short corner. I would do the same exact thing. Okay. Stop again. Kyle Korver is not Magic Johnson. Kyle Korver is not Kevin Durant. Kyle Korver is not a superstar. One of the best. Okay. I get it to one of the best guys who takes charges in NBA. You made a decision to pass the ball when clearly a shot was the right call. Sometimes the right play is not the right play, and that was the case here. The right play in a vacuum is, okay, I'm driving to the hoop, and I have a good defender on me, the guy's sliding down, I have an open shot in the corner where I'm going to give it to one of my guys. That's the right play. But it's not the right play in the final 50 seconds of regulation of the most important game of the season of the NBA Finals. LeBron James, this is not an example of LeBron James being afraid of the moment because, look, the guy's got just as many buzzer beaters and game-tying or game-winning shots in the final seconds of the NBA playoffs as Michael Jordan. So he's not afraid of the moment. He's not afraid to take a shot. He didn't back away. LeBron James is an elitist, and LeBron James believes, I know more about basketball, and I am the biggest authority on basketball in the world. I don't always come off that way, but he comes off it enough. You know, here's why I'm going to tell you why it's the right play. Why all you minions don't understand why passing to Kyle Korver was the right play. It's like LeBron is always constant of knowing I'm going to make the right play because that's who I am. And you know what? Sometimes being selfish and being a guy to take that shot, that's what you have to do. But I feel like LeBron, in his elitism, feels that at some point – there's going to be a high-ranking basketball guru who comes down from the mountaintops after <laughs> talking to the Dalai Lama and is going to have a press conference and is going to tell everybody, LeBron passing is the right play. I know more about basketball than anybody in the world, and LeBron passing is the right play. And LeBron's going to say, see, I told all you guys that know nothing about the sport that that was the right play. Honestly, I feel like that's what you got. Well, that's the right play, and I'm that kind of player. You can't tell me I'm Jordan. I'm better than Jordan. I'm better than Magic. I'm better than Kobe because I can make all these plays that the other guys can't. And if they can't make a shot, that's not on me. That's how he thinks. That's how he thinks in the final seconds of games. What's the right play? Which basketball IQ is great, but in the fi- in the NBA Finals, that's not the right play. Was Kevin Durant taking a step up three, a walk down three, the right play for the Warriors? Of course not. It's I'm coming down here. Everything is loose. We need a shot. We got to make sure. But he knows what's the best thing I can do. It's either me and Steph Curry. I have an open three. I'm going to take it. So he became the hero. That was the right play because the ball was in the right person's hands in the final seconds of a game where you could let a team back into the finals or put your foot on their throat and the series is over. This is what LeBron James doesn't get, that sometimes the right play is not, I want to show you how good I am because here's a pass that Kobe wouldn't make, here's a pass that Michael wouldn't make, or a pass that anybody, this is who I am. And that was the happens with LeBron. He becomes a victim of his own elitism. I do appreciate that you got elitism and elitist in. We have an over-under behind the scenes here. I think the over just paid off, so check the card to make sure that that someone gets their, their cash. The effect is... <laughs> The it was like he went and watched this play fifteen times to make sure he, or maybe he just had that incredible memory, which is the other thing he might be trying to tell you here. But just to say, look at all of what was going on in front of me. 
as if he had the overhead 360 cam. This guy was doing this, and this guy was doing this. And off step, he slumped off here. And so you have all of those. And don't forget, Draymond had five. So I heard your criticism. Look, I'm in zero dark 23. I heard your criticism about going after the guy with five fouls, and I didn't do it. And I made the, the play. I liken it to the blackjack card that you can buy before you go sit at the tables, right? It's legal to take it. When should you hold? When should you hit? Et cetera, and et cetera. So it's all according to the numbers and what makes sense. It's the same thing you use for two-point conversions in the NFL, and it's the same thing you use if you're managing in the National League. How many pitches have my guy, has my guy thrown? When's he up next? And what do I have available in my bullpen? <laughs> it's as easy as that. A couple of variables, show it on the cart, make your moves. Occasionally, Dave Roberts or other managers will go against what's on said card and against the you know, wishes and desire of their star pitcher, but that's a whole story for another time. But it's it, the numbers work out over the long term that this is how you should operate, except that it's got the, the caveats and the exceptions to the rule that have a giant blinking, Le, unless you're LeBron James, with it. Because it's all fine statistically to say the basketball play that makes sense is to Kyle Korver, except when as a team – all of your teammates, the team that you assembled, LeBron James, the guys that you brought in as a group, even with that 0 for 8 run down the final, 309 included, shot 26% from the floor. You're LeBron James. You make a living working towards the basket, splitting defenders, running them over Clyde Drexler style with great regularity, and you passed up on the shot to either get to the line or to put a bu- another bucket up to make it a two-possession game. That's no matter what the right move is in the long term and the justification that you are going, if you play this way, you can win consistently. There's always that guy at the table that splits the wrong cards, that takes an extra hit when he probably should have left, takes that extra drink that makes him take the extra hit, and he drives you nuts because he's not playing by your accepted formula. And you know what? Sometimes that guy cashes out much bigger than you do playing it by the book. Here's an example of LeBron James for all of those reasons and for, you know, that history thing that we've been talking about, as well as you're blowing a lead down the stretch. You have to take the shot. Twitter at How About a Fresca, phone number 877-99 on Fox. What do you got, Frostberg? You know who will never have to pay for another beer ever again in Los who? Angeles after last night? Uh, Porzingis. Uh, no. <laughs> That would be <laughs> Kyle Korver, because thanks to him, LeBron's coming to the Lakers in 2018. Look at that. Did you get that jersey? Did you get your season ticket deposit in yet? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Speaking of the Cavs, down three zip. Might we see LeBron James? Out of the calves Yay. and into sweatpants in Los Angeles. Joining us now on the hotline, Mr. Cleveland, Cavaliers insider, 1480 WHBC, drive time, 3-7 to seven in Ohio, Kenny Rhoda. Kenny, what's happening? Well, not a lot of good things, that's for sure, in these finals so far. Two blowouts and then a blown opportunity by the Cavaliers. So uh, they love adversity, supposedly, and it doesn't get much more adverse than this, right? You're basically playing four game sevens in a row if you want to repeat as NBA champion. So we'll see if indeed they do love adversity. Now, before we get to that, I want to ask you this. Now, last night, 
I was waiting. You were standing up to because you asked LeBron a question during a loss with the Celtics, very highly publicized, said you only come to games when we lose. You didn't get to ask a question the next night. Did you get a question last night? No, I was back there, raised my hand, stood back there, as you can imagine, the finals, a lot of media members there, but raised my hand, I counted five times, and uh, was not called upon yesterday to ask uh, LeBron James a question, so uh, did not you know, get the opportunity to throw it his way. Has that ever happened before, where you've had games where you've not been called on? Yes, it has happened, so okay. it's not the first time, but... Uh, it's not surprising, you know, considering the the recent week, week and a half, whatever it's been since that Celtics, uh, you know, uh, situation, if you want to even call it that. I, I still find it amusing to this point that it was such a big deal uh, was made of it. But, uh, you know, I'm prepared to ask if called on. If not, then uh, move on to the, the next coach or the next player and ask a question there. All right, so get 14 in on Ty Lue, some of the non-following questions, the rotations late. Uh, who's taking the most heat there locally? Yeah, we talked about this today on my show. Uh, Ty Lue yesterday uh, did not have a good game a- as a head coach. When you look at the box score and you see the, the substitution pattern, he was loyal to a fault again with uh, Iman Shumpert and Richard Jefferson. And I'll give him some credit. He only needed three minutes and 33 seconds, I think, to see that Darren Williams couldn't even hit the, the backboard, let alone the rim or the net. So uh, he didn't play him much yesterday. But uh, we're still trying to figure out uh, why no Derek Williams, why no Channing Fry. Not that they would change the outcome of the entire series, but they could at least give Kyrie LeBron maybe an extra minute or two of rest because that's when the Warriors made their run at the end of the first quarter there. They went on a 10-0 run at the end of the first quarter with LeBron out of the lineup. But in fairness to Ty Lue, they went on an 11-0 run with LeBron in the lineup in crunch time to end the game. But uh, Ty Lue, uh, the out-of-bounds play, that's the best they could come up with there with LeBron in the corner. I thought that was a terrible ATO after timeout the design play. Uh, he did not have a good game yesterday as the head coach, and uh, we'll see uh, what he tries to draw up in game four tomorrow night to see if they – uh, you know, avoid elimination and avoid getting swept and being on the other side of history this year. Or if uh, they do get swept, uh, you know, everybody will start making their vacation plans. He's Mr. Cleveland. Joining us now is Kenny Rota. He's on Twitter at the Kenny Rota, the Kenny and JT show, 3 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 1480 WHBC in Ohio. Now, speaking of what happens if they get swept, the Ringer yeah. had a story earlier today that, you know, it's going to happen every time offseason comes up and LeBron James is not signed for a long-term deal, that LeBron James could be leaving Cleveland. The big rumor and the story today, the ringer says, a lot of stuff around the league that LeBron is looking to Los Angeles to potentially leave Cleveland to come here and continue his career, whether it's with the Lakers or the Clippers. Anything you're seeing, you've heard, you've been able to get your ear to the ground, anything that says this might be something that could happen? I haven't heard anything as of yet, and he's under contract to the Cavaliers for one more year, and then it's a player option. And as I've learned in covering LeBron for you know the, the time that I never say never, okay? We, we learned the hard way here uh, in Cleveland with the decision and everything. So anything's possible, and as a free agent, he has that right after next season if he wants to uh, opt out, decline the player option, and explore the free agent market. He has that right. I'm not getting too caught up in it just yet. Cavaliers are still playing in the NBA Finals this year. There's next year. What do they do uh, in this offseason to try and combat 
the Kevin Durant signing by the Warriors that, that looks like it's going to help them win the NBA championship. So I, I've learned to, to not look that far down the road and, and just enjoy uh, you know, the, the journey that is happening right now. Unfortunately, it's a, an 0-3 journey, but again, uh, adversity is, is their friend, supposedly. So uh, I understand that, you know, that gets clicks. That's, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, with their websites, they want clicks, they want numbers. Uh, bosses want to see those clicks and numbers go up, and it makes for great conversation on talk shows. But I'm not that concerned about it, nor have I really heard anything about it as of yet. Well, to that end, though, let's let's continue this path of talking for a moment. If he can't convince Paul yeah. George to show up in Cleveland uh, and waits the following year, perhaps for that L.A. thing, if he leaves again, was one championship enough? Did that win him over he or pro- the city uh, start burning jerseys again? Yeah, he promised that he would deliver a championship to the city of Cleveland, and he did that. And no other athlete to this point has done that. Would it be received uh, in uh, a 100% popular way? No. But as long as he you know, doesn't uh, hold a primetime TV special to announce that he's doing it again, uh, I think people might understand if for whatever reason this goes awry uh, you know, next year as well. With Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving signed uh, you know, for a few more years and two of the centerpieces of the big three, obviously now you need maybe a big four. So does he really want to go somewhere else and start all over trying to build together another big four and uh, let's be honest right now uh, the Lakers aren't a juggernaut like the the Warriors are in in the West as well as uh, you you don't know what's going to happen now with the LA Clippers is Chris Paul going to leave for San Antonio and join Pop and try and uh, turn that team back into a title contender so again that's so far down the road Uh, a lot can happen between now and then but again never say never and I, I don't begrudge now I've learned it the hard way I don't begrudge any player who has played his right to free agency to pick and choose where he wants to play. Kenny, lastly, and, and, and you, you have to come clean if, if this was you, did you yeah. grab J.R. Smith's phone and tweet out Cavs and seven and drop it while he was in the shower? <laughs> if that was you, you got to tell you know us. What? I, I, if I did, I would tell you guys. You would be the first to know, okay? You, you, guys are, uh, you guys are friends, and I love coming on with you guys. I would have texted you before I tweeted it out to tell you to look for it. That, that's how, how much I appreciate coming on your show. So it was not me. JR says it wasn't him. Uh, but you know what? I, I, I wish he would just, if it was him, come clean, say, yeah. What do you want him to say? Oh, we're going to get swept? see you next year no hey uh, you got to win four more games and that means you win in seven so uh, I wish you would have come out and said even if it wasn't him yeah that was me and I believe that and we're going to start it tomorrow night so uh, JR said he's not that stupid to tweet something like that out I think that's uh, more of a debate than maybe uh, uh, LeBron going to Los Angeles <laughs> follow him on Twitter at the Kenny Road and Mr. Cleveland 1480 WHBC and if you follow him on Twitter Rick Flair is on the right of his profile picture. It's on the left. Kenny Rhoda is on the right. <laughs> Kenny is always appreciated, buddy. We'll talk soon. Sounds good, guys. Woo! <laughs> See you, Kenny. We, we may Whoa. get Kenny tomorrow night if the series. We may get Kenny on Friday night again. I hope. Well, if it goes badly, I hope he gets that question in. So, mm. what's your deal? Oh, are you the first set, one? Hey, are LeBron! You, are you LeBron, setting up the Machiavellian plan to get out of here? He's jumping up in the air. Hey! Hey, LeBron! Kenny Rhoda! Hey, LeBron! Kenny Rhoda! Kenny Rhoda, call! Hey, LeBron! Hey! And he turns and says, come on. Come on, LeBron. It's the last time I could do that this year. Let's go. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. 
So today, one of the topics we've talked about tonight has been the report that Christian Hackenberg is hitting everything in OTAs. Yeah. Which is not good. Hackenberg is so bad in organized team activities for the Jets. He is hitting defensive backs who are just dropping interceptions because they're so stunned that the ball is actually going to them. This is OTAs when you should look great. It's almost like a glorified pro day. Hey, you're looking pretty good, but Hackenberg is so bad. And we saw reports out of Jets OTAs today. Not only was he hitting DBs who were dropping passes frequently, he was hitting reporters on the sideline. He's a weapon. I mean, maybe he thought guys like Samini and Maida and Steve Serby are, oh, uh, yeah, you're wearing green, now catch it. Oh, no, oh, you're not he a had, wide receiver. He had it coming. Sorry about that. Uh, he's, I think he's setting the bar really low. The I'm expectations. Not, oof, I am not worried about winning too many games and not getting Sam Darnold this season. I'm no, not worried about see, that. See, it's going to go awry because Josh McCown's going to have one of those seasons. Then one of these <laughs> afterthought wide receivers is going to be the breakout star, and all of a sudden you're going to be cursing, well, just every minute of it. And I can't wait to watch it from the Geico Studios as the meltdown continues. Because as much as you've said on this show for the last several weeks, I know how bad it's going to be. Because, <laughs> look, they, they're the first true evidence of NFL tanking occurred this week. Yes. As we had yes, on the show – Jason Smith show, the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, download it, give it five stars, uh, and we'll love you forever uh, is the tagline associated with the podcast. But that was one of the arguments. This is tanking. But you know what? That means that something really bad is going to happen, and Josh <laughs> McCown is suddenly going to look like he did for that part of a year with the Bears where all of a sudden he got a huge contract and everybody began the McCown versus Cutler debates and, and well, the rest is history. All right, Frostberg, this is your idea tonight. Uh, we're going to play a Christian Hackenberg game. Yes! Go Pennsylvania. ahead. Pennsylvania. Very, very excited Tim, about it. this is not about you. What are the all rules? All Pennsylvania all the Why time. Why can't Tim play? Uh, East Coast bias. Sure, Tim can play. I mean, you've been a Jets fan for how long, Jason? Uh, 46 years. And you can finally make the team. <laughs> 36 years you've been waiting for this. <laughs> I have and good hands. Hackenberg proved today I have good reporters. Hands. All you need is a credential. <laughs> Leave your stick him at home. He'll find you. Uh, we may have things or sound effects that uh, Christian Hackenberg might have hit at OTAs today. And you guys got to guess what they are. All right. So things that Hackenberg may have hit at OTAs. We have to guess what they are. Go okay. Ahead. Oh, that was, oh, that was the gong that Todd Bowles hit to say, you're done and I'm putting in a new quarterback. Like at the Gong Show. Gong Show's returning. Yeah. I joked about it months ago, <laughs> and all of a sudden now there's commercials during the NBA, NBA Finals to distract you from the game. So, yes, the giant gong. Or or that was the gong that announced the Jets are cutting another over 30 player. You know, that would be a pretty good ceremony. <laughs> Better than any rose ceremony. Oh, oh, Eric Decker's on his way out. All right, what's next? Oh, Wow. Sounds like me in my kitchen when I try to get something late at night. Those are the raptors coming after the kids in Jurassic Park. <laughs> what do you think he hit there? Uh, he... The food truck that was parked outside to steal the money of the patrons. <laughs> Dinner on top of someone's stereo. What was that? That was him hitting a waiter on the sideline. <laughs> oh, I got I got a water. I like that. That's good. And I got a Diet Coke and I got a Oh, I got hit by Hackenberg. All right, what's next? 
Was that the car that Charles Oakley almost ran over the New York reporter with? No, that's that the not car Frank from Isola. Okay, that's the one from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was that was the car that Hackenberg hit that was driving by in the freeway. Well, it's kind of like uh, when you drive past a. Uh, driving range that uh-huh. was uh, actually him taking out fireman ed as oh. he was entering the parking lot <laughs> yeah. fireman ed still show up that's the question. yeah he will All one right. more let's have one more <laughs> he hit the pipe to calm himself down to complete that next pass well, he, he sure threw like it i think and because we're in California, we can talk about it. I, that was that was exactly what you thought it was. I'm pretty sure you can talk about it anywhere. Hey, As part man. of the physical, does he get an eye exam? That's Dude, a question in the Geico Studios I have. I was on the sidelines, man. I'm suddenly I'm catching passes, man. I'm just a writer. Wait man. a minute, now you got You're the writers awesome, are high. Man. You're assuming he can see, Harmon. You need people to be able to cover Jets practice. Well, med- medicinal stuff. stuff to get rid of that. Biggest story of the night next. Water. Fox. We are Fox Sports. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 